welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business Success Show with your coach, the business coach, Mac Atram. And today you are in for a treat. Why? Let me ask you something. If you want to outsell and outgrow the competition, you need to stay tuned right now. Because all the way from Las Vegas, I've asked Stormy Andrews to jump on, get into this conversation. Now, very carefully, do you want to outsell? Do you want to outgrow the competition? Let's find out how. So, with no further ado, Stormy, welcome to the Business Success Show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Awesome, Mac. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to share some knowledge bombs with your audience today to do exactly that. Help them outgrow and outsell the competition. I love that knowledge bombs and we love that as well. So Stormy, tell us, I often, when I speak to um, experts like yourself, wanna know about your entrepreneurial background. What was the journey? What have you been through? Because I, you know, from a lot of our listeners, they know entrepreneurialism is not a straight road. There is the ups and downs, there's the bumps in the road and everything else. But what was the journey that led you eventually to uh, set up Yokel Local? Yeah, you know what? The, the journey started pretty young. When I was in college, I, I had a sales career, a part-time sales career at a retailer, Sears. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, work in the commission, you know, in a commission environment, selling appliances and dishwashers and, and, and microwaves. Well, interestingly enough, even at the age of, of 18, working 12 to 16 hours a week, that's what part-timers were limited to, I was raking in more money than the full-time salespeople. So uh, apparently I had this knack for sales, right? And it wasn't just about sales. I just had the ability of getting into rapport faster. Uh, 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 people seemed to like to, to, to trust me more than the others. And I built a pretty good following. From there, I stayed in the, consumer's elect the consumer electronics industry, uh, even after completing school. And I loved it. It got to the point to where I'm making a six-figure income selling TV, TVs, DVDs, and camcorders where the average commission or the average annual income of people in that industry was the mid $30,000 a year, $36,000 a year to be exact. So I was doing, you know, three to four to five times more income. And as I progressed, uh, I started having some uh, People recruit me into other industries. Eventually, I made it into the home building industry, selling new homes. Oh, wow. And I'm now dealing with the higher ticket item, making more commissions. And once again, the success in sales followed me there. And eventually, I became the vice president of sales and marketing for a home builder, vice president for a private mortgage banker. And back in 2012, or excuse me, 2010, excuse me, I was thinking 12 years, 2010, myself and my business partner formed Yoko Local. And it was when I was the vice president of sales and marketing in the home building space, it was interesting because the owner of the company approached me. I was hired to be the sales manager, to train the sales team. And we had record-breaking sales performance. And the owner of the company said, Gidget, uh, her name was, uh, her name still is Gidget. She says, Stormy, I want you to take over the marketing department. 
well, being this salesperson, lots of success, I'm like, I can do this. I can run the marketing department. Well, let me tell you, Mac, that was a terrifying journey. I thought it was going to be like sales, which really didn't require any effort. It's the first time I had to work in my life and I had to do things that I never dreamed of. I remember when I took over the marketing department, I had come home, you know, to my now ex-wife and I said, and I was crying, I was in tears because I felt overwhelmed. Um, this cocky salesperson had met his match. My hair went gray. It, it almost seemed instantly, I was in over my head. I had to uh, uh, apply more strategic thinking. And fortunately, it took some time, uh, it took some patience, but I started to learn this marketing thing. Well, then guess what happens? This internet thing kicks in and the world goes from traditional marketing to this digital marketing. Right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was another uh, uh, element that I had to learn. And fortunately, that's where I met my business partner, Daryl. He was my first mentor when it came to the world of, men, uh, of digital marketing. Uh -huh. And we decided to bring our heads together. I was a person that uh, after I finished school, uh, I, I started uh, uh, in, 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 in my, within my career, I started training uh, other organizations in regards to effective sales techniques, which was all about effective communication techniques. That's really what it comes down to. Mm. The, uh, I, I felt that if you can spend more time getting into rapport with your client, understanding their pain points, their issues, their concerns, right. versus talking about whatever you want to talk about, typically your goods, your services, your products, it, it changes the paradigm. And uh, if, if I had the ability of bringing that to the digital world now that things were going to be a little less uh, personal because mm -hmm. we now have this digital mechanism that sits between you and your ideal customers, it, which is your website, right? Absolutely. And how do we turn that website into an effective salesperson, an effective digital employee? So it was the prowess of my business partner, Daryl, his knowledge of internet marketing combined with my knowledge of the psychology of people bringing that together, we felt would have been an, uh, an unstoppable force. And here we are 12 years later. Wow, that's great partnership. I, I didn't realize that's because we've had Daryl on the show here. He gave some great nuggets. Uh, and so I'm glad we've got you here as well. So uh, let me let me get straight into it here. What does it really take to outsell and outgrow the competition? You got to outsmart the competition. <laughs> you know outsmart. You, you, okay. That's what it comes down to. That's the secret formula. So now you're like, oh, I just need to outsmart. Let me turn off the podcast and go outsmart, right? Uh -huh. It's not that easy. Let me share with you the, the, the methodology that's been effective. And I even put it in a book format, The World's Best Buyer Persona System. Well, that's your book? And you it again? That's the my book. The World's Best Buyer Persona System. Excellent. Good. As a matter of fact, because of the system that's outlined in this book, Intercon named me one of the top 50 tech visionaries on the planet. And because it's not because I wrote a book, because it's an effective system that marketers are using today all around the world. Mm -hmm. and, and here's what it comes down to. It's a system. It's a process that helps you understand your customer or your ideal prospects better than you do now. Right. The more energy and effort you can put into understanding their pain points, their triggering events, their emotions, their belief systems, the noise that they're seeing in the marketplace, understanding how their emotions change as they go through the buyer's journey. So uh, regardless of the goods and services you offer, 
But at some point, someone realizes or they become aware that they have a problem. They've got a pain point and they're looking for a solution. Mm. And oftentimes when they realize they have their pain point and solution, they don't know what the solutions are. They just know that they have a pain point. Oftentimes they'll turn to Google, they'll turn to friends and family. They're turning to resources that can provide them an answer to this particular pain point and issue. Well, as they progress through that buyer's journey, eventually they'll come to the consideration stage. Now they've, they, they, they know a little bit more about their pain point, their problem, their, you know, their issue, their concern, and now they're considering the viable uh, uh, options that are available to them. And their emotions shift during that stage. And then eventually they'll get to the decision stage. Now it's a matter of which vendor they're going to go with. And once again, in that stage, their emotions shift. Well, the better that you can connect with them on an emotional level mm. and understanding that, they're, that they will have different emotions on all three of those areas and understanding that there's going to be other influences within the market that may direct them in one path or another, being able to document that onto it within a system to help you create messaging, to help you uh, develop an understanding, to help you have greater empathy with your uh, potential prospects, puts you in a position that maybe you've never been in before. And it's a position that allows you to outsmart the competitors because now you've spent the time, the energy and effort to go deeper into those elements of your ideal prospects, whether it's a in-person, conversation or whether it's a digital to a person conversation, meaning it's your marketing messaging, the better you can connect with them on an emotional level, the more leads you're going to get, the more conversions you're going to get. And oftentimes you end up discovering customers, new customers and clients before your competitors even know that they exist, which is a great position to be in all because you spent a little extra time getting to know them a little bit better and creating messaging that's for their benefit uh, versus your own. Wow, I love that. You know, what I'm hearing you say is to outsmart the competition, you've got and outsell the competition, take time in advance to understand your ideal clients, their pain points, Absolutely. their headaches, their heartaches, their challenges, all the things they're going through. And the more, okay, I get it. I, I So what you're saying makes sense. Now, why is it that most small business owners get marketing wrong in that case then why do they get it so wrong and and end up wasting a lot of time end up wasting a lot of energy when end up wasting a lot of money as well you know there's a saying that you can't see the label if you're inside the jar mm. so if you're in the jar and the lids on top you don't know what's on the label on the outside right so inside the business, the problem is you're too close. You understand your business, you know what you bring to, uh, to market, and it may be the greatest solution on the planet, but you're too close. So when you end up creating marketing messaging or have the expectation that you're going to hire an agency or a marketing person to do the marketing for you, here's the problem with both of those scenarios. Let's say you're doing your marketing yourself. Well, then you create messaging that's important to yourself, which is great if you're buying your own products. And that's typically what happens. The marketing doesn't work because you've created marketing that's designed to attract you, which right. means you're buying your product. You spent a lot of money. No one else has come to the table. 
just you buying your product with this wasted marketing dollars. That's a problem. Wow. And I know many of you have experienced it. And here's the other scenario. Let's say you, you, you've experienced that. So you're like, okay, I don't want to do that again. I'm tired of wasting that money and, and, and energy and effort. So I'm going to go hire a marketing agency or I'm going to hire someone to handle my marketing. Well, here's the problem there. You, in most cases, there hasn't been enough time, energy, and effort to do this transfer of knowledge. You see, you're the expert of your goods and services. You understand how they benefit the market. And oftentimes you may give a high level uh, uh, understanding to the person who's going to do your marketing, but they don't understand your customer. And the going through a process, a structured process that can help you transfer your knowledge, what made you great, at, at doing what you do to the person that's going to do your marketing so they can have your voice, you know, the, the messaging and then being able to translate that messaging into something that will resonate with your ideal prospects. That's usually the missing formula. When you're doing it yourself, you're selling to yourself. When you hire someone without having that proper transfer of knowledge, yeah, you also uh, lead to a disaster. Wow, well, that's, that's, well, that's well put, that's well explained. And, um, you know, because you're right, sometimes they will go to a marketing agency. And if the marketing agency wants to just take their money, yeah, we'll do it for you, will they? But they don't have what I just about, what I just realized is you have this secret source and you put up the book, put up your book up again. And you said, look, we go through, we understand what the buyer persona is. And when that is right, and so what I mean, Stormy, is that your is that one of your secret ingredients that other people that other marketing agencies don't have absolutely and and, right. and what happens is there's something that i call the success wheel so i'm gonna throw another knowledge bomb on you okay. so if you imagine a wheel uh a properly inflated wheel will roll better than one that has flats is that a fair statement say it again a yes a yes, properly yes. inflated wheel will run better than one absolutely. that has a flat absolutely so what happens is within, and then also having a wheel that has a good a hub, and the hub is where your bearings are that connects to the axle. And if you have a well-polished hub, it allows the wheel to move with less resistance. Yes. Does that make sense the way I explained it? Absolutely. So what my, the, the hypothesis, not even the hypothesis because it works, but what happens is I like to think of the world's best buyer persona system. It's the hub of your marketing wheel. So this is something that affects the performance of your wheel. On this wheel, there are eight spokes and each okay. spoke okay. is a spoke of your marketing. And there's eight of them. So let's look at the first spoke. The first spoke is awareness. And that would be, do you, are, are, are strangers, when they experience the pain point, when they have a problem and concern and they're a stranger of your brand, if they were to go look for what you have to offer, would they find you? How would you rate your awareness, right? If I'm a stranger of your brand, I'm in your market and I'm looking for your goods and services, would I find you? Whether that be TV, billboards, Google, whatever, is there an awareness strategy that's effective? And typically what we do is we'll have our uh, uh, prospects rate themselves, give themselves a grade just as they were back in school. If they give themselves an A, B, C, D, or an F, pretty easy, right? right. It's a five point scale. So awareness, how good are you doing on awareness? And uh, I, I'm gonna share this part with awareness that I'll quickly go through the next seven because this, that grading system applies to all eight spokes. You'll rate yourself on a scale of one to five. 
And later on in the show, I'll give you, I'll share a link with your audience where they can go through the exercise for free, where I'll walk them through that. Okay. So no worries. You don't have to write this down. I'll give you a link where you can do it yourself. Nice. But um, you need three elements for just awareness, not just marketing, but awareness. If regardless where you've scored yourself, let's say if you said, you know what, I'm average. I've got to, I've given myself a score of a three or a C. Well, then what would be your strategy? What would be your written plan? What do you need to do that will take you from a C to a B? That's all we need to be concerned with. And then what's your definition of success? You need to document that, what success looks like. Right. And then what tools and tactics are you going to use to get you from a C to a B? And now if you're going to hire someone or if you're going to do it yourself, at least you have a roadmap. At least you know where you're supposed to be going and you've identified that definition of success. Usually that's missing. And if you hire a marketing agency and if you don't have that piece, well, now you're letting them determine what the definition of success is versus you. You think, well, they know what this internet stuff is supposed to be. They should figure it out. No, you've got to make money. You've got to be profitable. So that's the first spoke of the wheels awareness. The next scenario you'd go through is engagement, or, or excuse me, uh, uh, is is engagement. Are people engaging with your brand? Whatever you're doing, are people engaging? From there, then there's lead generation. Are, are you generating leads? And then from there, conversion optimization. Are you converting the leads that you're getting into customers? Uh -huh. The next spoke of the wheel is wow, meaning that once they decide to do business with you, what are you doing to wow them? Mm -hmm. You know, we're in this customer experiential economy and just satisfying a customer isn't good enough. There's many, uh, uh, if, if you're just satisfying customers, they will go to your competitors. Right. Trust me on this one. Right. So what's your wow process? The next one is what's your customer ladder look like? What's your process of taking your customers and converting more of them into clients and more of your clients and advocates and more of your advocates and raving fans of your brand. It's a great way of getting free salespeople for your company. What does right. that look like? Yeah. The next one from there, the next spoke is reviews and testimonials. What does that look like? And then referrals. So if you can imagine, if you were to rate all eight areas within that success wheel, mm. determine where your strengths and where your weaknesses are, it, it gives you the ability to focus on what you should be working on. Now, and if you want those areas, you know, any of those elements to be super effective or effective as they can be, wouldn't it make sense to know as much about the psychology, the emotions, the triggering events of your ideal customers? Absolutely. So that's why the world's best buyer persona sits at the hub of that success wheel. Because once you have that in place, you can say, okay, I can put an effective plan in place. I can figure out what the KPI should be. I can figure out what tools and tactics I should use. That's the secret sauce. That's the formula. Oh, wow. And, and you, you managed to deliver all that in just a few minutes. I, I can tell there's a lot more to it. So I highly, highly recommend it. Check it out. When you send us the link, I'll, I'll get everyone to check it out. You know, earlier on Stormy, you mentioned about the buyer's journey. Does this form the part of the buyer's journey or is that something slightly different? What do you mean by the buyer's journey? Yeah, so the buyer's journey, what this system does is because once we start figuring out, um, you know, the emotions, the triggering events, uh, um, the, the, the intimate details of your ideal prospects, well, yeah. then we start applying those to the buyer's journey. What types of questions would someone be asking if they're in the awareness stage? How should you be answering those questions? What sorts of resources can you produce that would be beneficial for someone in in you know in that stage right. as opposed to the um, um, you know the, the 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 consideration stage as opposed to the, the the decision stage? And it's difficult to understand the questions that they'll be asking if you haven't gone through 
the other elements of the exercise. So the system guides you through that portion as well. So your system then says, okay, there is a buyer's journey from them not being aware of you. They become aware of you. What questions are they asking? Another step, another step. There's a whole thing they're going to go through before they eventually buy from you. And some that people get correct. it wrong. They, they do some lead generation. They may get some lead. It doesn't convert. And so the whole thing, unless they have a system, probably they're suffering and they don't know they are suffering. Correct. Imagine this for just a second. Mm. Let's say I'm at a coffee shop. Right. And I see a beautiful young lady that's standing in front of me in the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And I develop the courage to strike up to strike up a conversation. And we start talking. Yeah. And by the time she orders her coffee and I order my coffee, I get on my hands and knees and propose to her. <laughs> How do you think that would go over? It's not going to go down for so well. The coffee may end up on someone's head. Somewhere. Absolutely. And in business, that's what we do. Mm. We think just because, and, and, you know, just because we gaze the eyes of the potential prospect, we start proposing to them. Wait a second. That doesn't work. You have to establish the relationship. That that person at the coffee shop, the young lady at the coffee shop, or uh, well, I'm 50, so the 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 person that's the same age as me. Hopefully, my fiance isn't listening to this. She's like, "What are you doing? Picking up people at the at the coffee shop?" No, but it's um, there would have to be um, um, a, a a process hmm. for us to get to know each other. Right? We get to know each other first. Yeah. Then we have to get to the point where we like each other. Then we have to get to trust each other. And that takes time. That's a process. Um, there's a book written by Desmond Morris called Intimate Behavior. And it talks about the 12 steps of human intimacy. Okay. And it follows a process. In business, there aren't necessarily 12 steps. There's, uh, you, you, it's, it's a different process. But understanding that, oh, there is a process to get people to know, like, and trust me. If you understand that process, and you create messaging that puts you in a better position for that process where your competitors are out proposing to the person at the coffee shop. And on the other hand, we have you establishing relationships that puts you in a position of just having an unfair advantage. You've wow. been to networking events where people just love to sit there and talk about what they have to bring to the table and, and, and they're just talking and talking and talking about themselves. What do you want to do? You want to get away. You want to run. That's it. Yeah. It's no difference. And unfortunately, sometimes we don't realize we're doing it. Mm. Heck, I may be doing it right now, right? But I'm bringing you knowledge bombs. Of so the, what I'm hearing you saying is that either you are attracting them to you that they want to do business with you, or you are inadvertently repelling them because the stuff they're looking for is not there. You're not telling them what they are thinking of or going through emotionally at that moment in time. But your system actually preempts that. You answer that in advance, so it's actually easier to buy from you. Is that what we? Is that what we say? That's exactly the case. And you know, and look at the picture at the top of the uh, at the top of the book here, Mac. It's a picture magnet. of a magnet attracting yeah. people. Wow! It's a tr it's it's designed to create messaging where you attract the people you want to do business with. Fantastic. Also, simultaneously, repelling the. Uh, uh, individuals or the side of the market that that you're, you're you're not designed to do business with, you know, that aren't incompatible to what you bring to the table. It's about that attraction. It's about being a magnet to the right people. And both sides are so important. You know, 
Um, there are people that you may have gone, you know, you say, they say, let's go for a coffee, let's have lunch. And you think they, that they're an ideal client for you. You have lunch, you have dinner, whatever, only to find out they're never going to buy from you. They don't have a budget. They're not qualified. And so your system stops that waste of time and energy and money. Now, Stormy, what about the person listening in right now or watching thinking, oh, Stormy, you know, it sounds fantastic, sounds amazing, I love your system. But, you know, all these big companies have these big budgets to follow Stormy's system. I'm only a small company. I, I, I can't afford Stormy's um, system. What do you say to that? I can't do digital marketing the Stormy way, the yokel local way. I'm only a small company. Well, you know, that was one of the primary drivers for me, putting it in book format, putting this in Audible, and Audible's fantastic, mm. and then also creating online course. Because here's, when, when we cut our teeth and formed Yoko Local back in 2010, our clients were primarily the small businesses. You know, they had a budget of less than $1,000 per month for their entire marketing budget. Right. And as we progressed over the last 12 years, we moved into, you know, companies that have more significant budgets. Uh, you know, the vast majority of our clients, their marketing budgets in the five to $10,000 a month range. So not extensive, but for some small businesses, they're like, that's unachievable. Yeah. The, and, and, but, but we've been there, we felt the pain. So I'm like, how can, what can I do to help those individuals that aren't able to retain my services? That was one of the primary drivers for doing the book, for putting in an audible and creating an online training course. So yeah. this way, those businesses that don't have the resources to hire me, I've laid it out there. You can do it yourself. And if you're like, I can't do it myself, uh, or I don't want to do it myself, but I do have my junior marketer, you know, that works for me that I'm paying X amount of dollars per year, have them do it. But I would still recommend that you do it because if, if you and your junior marketer go through this together, yeah. it's going to help you hold that person accountable. Uh, and it also gives you a greater understanding because you may find out that you haven't done the proper job of transferring your knowledge to your junior marketer. So this way, the, that person can for, perform better. And if it's just you, if you can't afford, you, you know, 20 bucks to buy a book on Amazon to take your business to the next level, well, shame on you. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's what it comes yeah. down to. And uh, what I've also done, you know, when you get the book, and it's not just a book, yeah. when you get the book, I give you access to download a workbook because, you know, reading the book is one thing, but how do you take from the book and translate it into your work? Here's an example of the success wheel we talked about, right? So I've got the success wheel that I walk you through. Uh, we walk you through positioning factors and here is the, um, uh, this would be a free download, but for those of you that are looking on the video, that's what the world's best buyer persona worksheets, but there's a series of worksheets that we give you access to that complement the book, complement the audible, complement the video training series, uh, whatever methodology you choose to learn. But it's the best thing that you can do to, to understand your business and take your business to the next level. I love that. Excellent. So there, there is, there is something you can do for this, the company who says, look, I've got a lower budget. <laughs> And once they've started using it and it's working for them, and as the business grows, they can always come to Yokel Local, come to Stormy and say, hey, I'm ready. Thank you for the book, by the way. Thank you for the, 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 the wheel. I, I followed it all. Now I'm ready for you. Let's go. Absolutely. And here's the thing that, that um, I've got to share with you some feedback that I've received from people. Okay. One, when I wrote the book, I wrote it for that digital, you know, for your digital presence. But I've had organizations send me feedback 
um, where it, it's a one person organization and it's helped them improve their sales. I've had organizations that have uh, uh, shared the system with their customer service departments in addition to their sales side, and they're getting better customer service scores. So it's something that's, that, that can help you on the one-on-one -on -one sales. It's something that can help you in regards to your customer service, even if there is no digital presence. Hmm. But here's the thing that I found that's amazing, which I had no intention of this being a, <laughs> um, a, um, and another benefit of the book, I've had two people now reach out to me and they said that they used the information in this book to help them identify their mate. So they've used it for dating oh, wow. advice. Oh, they've wow. used the system in here. They've tweaked it for themselves. When it was one person that, that shared that with me, I thought it was a fluke. But then I had a second person say, you know what? This has been a great book for me in regards to my dating life and finding a mate. And that blew me away. Uh, it has me thinking, well, at some point, do I convert this to a addition for that type of purpose? I don't know. There you go. Uh, you, I thought that was pretty interesting. You've inadvertently become not just a digital marketer and outgrow sales, outgrow uh, your, your business, but also Cupid in disguise. Who, who, would, who would have thought <laughs> Cupid in disguise? Hey, Stormy, great speaking with you. Look, for those people who want that link, they probably sit and think, oh, Stormy, that link you said, if people want to get in touch with you, contact you, what's the best way to do that? Go ahead. I made it super easy. Visit outsmarttools.com. Outsmart so outsmarttools.com. There, there'll be a series of links that's super easy. You have my contact information. There's a link to find the book on Amazon. There's a link for the Audible. There's a link for the online course. There's the link for the marketing will. So when you go to that page, it's a simple page that just has different links that can take you on different paths. So this way you get to know me the way you want to know me. Simple enough, outsmarttools.com. Now you've been listening to Stormy Andrews and Mac Atram here, the business coach, and you've been listening to the Business Success Show. Now, Stormy, I'm gonna come back to you to see if you have any last words in a moment. So if you love what you've heard here in this conversation, then make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share, make sure you follow because we'll have more awesome experts just like Stormy Andrews. Now, Stormy, before we finish off, any final words that you want to add? Yeah, just the final words, you know, when it comes to businesses or when it comes to business, doesn't have to be my book, but find a book and find books regularly that are designed to help you take your business to the next level. There are a lot of great entrepreneurs that have come before you that have made mistakes and they document those mistakes that had successes and they document those successes and they're willing to share it with you. And that's one of the greatest gifts. That's what sets us apart from, you know, the, the other uh, uh, creatures that live on this earth. We get to share knowledge from generation to generation. So the piece of advice that I would give you is whether it's my book or a different one, go grab one, read it, listen to it, but listen to the people that have come before you. There's some great knowledge bombs out there. Fantastic. Great words of advice. As my, one of my good friends says, if you are not growing, you are dying and education allows you to grow. So read, learn, get the books, get Stormy's book. If you're thinking about improving your marketing and sales, it's a great, great book to read. So Stormy, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. I'm going to wish you the best for, or success with Yokel Local and everything you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming.
Thanks, Mac. It was great being here with you. Cheers.